Hi, I'm Lindsay, the founder of College Bird. We are a professional development community dedicated to ambitious, future-minded students who want to learn essential career skills, build professional networks, and support each other's success. As a college student, I wish I had a better idea of the growing job roles to help me navigate the job market. My goal is to change how people think about careers and prepare college students to adapt to a rapidly changing job market. Each episode, I'll dive into how you can discover your career and maximize your opportunities. CollegeBird is here to inspire and support those who are looking to navigate the world of work and build a successful career. I brought in Angelina, a freshman at Drexel University, to talk about the challenges students go through when typically talking about their professional development. So I want to ask you a couple questions just about if you've thought about your professional development or even your career in the future. Absolutely. I think about this all the time. Um, It changes. I mean, just going back from when I was little, that was just the big question. Everybody asked, what are you going to be when you grow up? And you know, having a background, having family in business, um, having a lot of entrepreneurs in the family definitely influenced me to want to pursue a career where I could eventually either be a leader in the field or have my own um, business, be my own boss. And I think it's really easy at Drexel to find resources to help with that. But if you don't have, you know, a college like Drexel or a school or you're younger than I am um, and you just need some direction, it can be difficult because there's so much out there. Yeah, and I know exactly what you mean, where it's like, you know, kind of your career when you're little and it changes as you go through high school and then you get to college and you start kind of specializing in some of these topics and things that interest you. So what things have you come across in that transition from high school to college where you're like, oh, this is definitely what I want to do, or maybe this is not really what I want to do. Have you had some of those like aha moments? Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, In high school, I feel like everything, and I even went to a high school where we could choose our courses for the last two years, all of them. Um, But from that transition to college and having to select all of my courses, choose a major, I feel like even just having a class for 10 weeks has helped me realize if I'm actually interested or if I'm not. So, you know, I used to think going into marketing was something I wanted to do. And I still love marketing, but now, you know, finance or investment management, portfolio management, and, um, you know, managing wealth has been something that's been interesting to me. So just having the exposure to people who have been professionals in that area, professors that I've had, guest speakers, being able to really talk to people and learn about their stories and learn about what's influenced them or kind of push them in a certain direction has been really helpful, um, you know, to myself for seeing what signs I need to open my eyes up to and, you know, things that I need to take into consideration um, as I'm doing this job search and figuring out what I like, what I don't, matching that up with skills that I have or skills that I need to develop and really just gaining experiences in a variety of areas. That way I can just, you know, like you said, is this something that I like to do? Is this something that I don't like to do? And I think simplifying it down to those basic questions, you know, and not overcomplicating it is really, really helpful. Absolutely. I think that you brought up a good point of like talking to people in the industry has really helped you. And that's something that's inspired you to kind of know what you, what else you want to search for, what else you want to get into. What, or how did you go about finding those people in the industry or finding mentors or role models to talk to? 
Yeah. So a lot of the people that I've been able to come in contact with have been through my business classes at Drexel, which has been helpful, but outside of any college or university, I think really um, not underestimating things like LinkedIn or even just who your parents know. I mean, in the restaurant business, there's so many people that come and go every day. And I'm lucky that, you know, I've had parents who have been able to make connections in that sense. And they're like, oh, you're interested in marketing. Let me set you up with this guy who has his own firm. You're interested in law. Let me have you talk with this person. My mom has been very, um, that's just a big thing for her is just making sure that you can talk to as many people as possible. So I think, you know, reaching out to cousins who might have some sort of connection, you never know where those connections can come from. And I think something that Lindsay, you've told me and shown me is that in every industry, you know, there's so many other majors or other skills that are behind the scenes making it work. So even in like the entertainment industry, for example, there's so much room for finance. There's so much room for marketing because those things are working behind the scenes to make, you know, that product or that movie or that person you know, pushing them out there to the public. So I think it's really cool to see, even if somebody's not directly related, if they have some sort of background or some sort of interest, they're more than willing to usually help you and talk with you and just, you know, give you advice. Right. Yeah. And I think every industry has room for those types of roles and different roles within business, within finance, within marketing. Um, So even if you know the role you want, sometimes you don't even know the industry or vice versa, you know, okay, I want to work in sports or I want to work in entertainment, but I don't know where I want to be or the position I want to hold. And that's a whole nother challenge in itself. Mm -hmm. Have you found that it's easy to seek out opportunities in a role that you would like, or do you find like, where do you get stuck in that process? That is, it's a tricky thing. I think um, definitely having places like LinkedIn is helpful because you can kind of look up and see, oh, there's this many positions with this many skills. But um, I think I just, it's a little overwhelming to see all of that in one place at one time, um, being this young and knowing that I still have to be a student, right? And I'm still figuring out academics as well as, you know, my future career. But that's something that I still need to put a lot of time and effort into, especially with co-op coming up. Definitely. Yeah. I think that finding your value in the workplace is something that comes up when you start to have these experiences in internships or in a workplace because outside of the classroom or inside the classroom, you're getting these kind of perfect pictures where you're working on these projects with set guidelines and set information. And that's not really how it goes in the workplace. And that's where you are able to problem solve and really test your value as you are like within that team. And I think that like, for example, when you're working with a client or you're working, um, you know, for someone else, they give you the objective, like we're just trying to, you know, get to this project's deadline or we, like this is the deliverable for the client. How do we get there? You know, you have to find those next steps for yourself. And I think for me, the aha moment I've had is I know my value when I know how to directly take those next steps and lead a team and make decisions. There was definitely a point in time where I didn't and I was kind of like the follower in the group and that's kind of where everyone has to start, which is obviously okay, but you, only understand that about yourself as far as like where you fit in a team or the role you take on when you have those experiences. And I think that, you know, you get better at it with the more experiences that you have and you're able to say, okay, I want to be in marketing and then narrow it down. Okay. I want to be in communications or I want to be in branding or I want to be 
in social media and you can kind of again find your value it's those things that really specifically spark your interest that's what you're looking for those are the things you're scouting is like what specifically do I like about this project or about this role that I'm in that's super helpful thank you I really appreciate that that point of just finding value, I think that's so meaningful in today's workforce and the landscape of, you know, just business in general and even any major, or any career path, because people are understanding and finally realizing that, you know, they want pay because of what they're worth or what they're giving, not just because of maybe who they are or their background or what they look like, you know, there's that, there's that saying or that ideology that it doesn't matter what you know, your past game was, it just matters, you know, how good your next game will be. Or for dancers, like if your last performance, you know, doesn't matter what that was, it just matters how you're going to do today. So even, you know, making sure that you're bringing the most value and that you're recognized for that. And I think that's something that people helps people really find that happiness and that balance of like work and life is knowing that they're going to be able to have challenges and push themselves outside of just where money is, but just getting actual value and providing value to a team. Exactly. And I think like bringing it back to kind of the starting point of this whole conversation of, you know, how do I get to the point where I've had enough experiences to be able to kind of evaluate where I am as far as my interests and my direction for my career. And it's starting with those little steps like searching on LinkedIn or like talking to your family members and networking and stuff. Do you have any other things that you've been doing to just get started? Because like you said, you're a freshman, you're really early in your career. What are those little things that kind of are the next steps on your list? Yeah. So every day when I wake up, I usually like to listen to a podcast. I think, you know, it took me years to get into them, but once I started, it's just helpful because you can hear other people's perspectives and experiences. So I think that's great. Um, I've also signed up for a few different email chains or, you know, mailing lists for different things that I'm interested in. And it could be something, you know, even if you're interested in fashion, sign up for it because you never know where in the industry you can fit. And just learning about, you know, the articles that pop up, taking a few minutes every day to read through them, find something that interests you and pursue that. Honestly, that is, it makes a difference. And I was just talking with a family friend, um, Nicole Pollen-Ross. She is head of North America um, at Goldman Sachs and she does like private wealth management. And so she was a really great connection to speak with. And she said something that sets apart students who apply for internships and apply for jobs are the ones who go above and beyond and take that extra, that mile, you know, to pursue things that they're passionate about, whether they're joining clubs outside of school, they're taking other courses outside of school, are finding ways every day to just kind of incorporate um, those aspects into their lives and learn as much as they can and absorb all of that. That's just so helpful, not only to their knowledge and understanding, but just to how they are able to present themselves and really um, work with other people in that environment. So she said that was a really important thing to do. And that's just something that I've been trying to implement now is finding things that I'm passionate about and every day doing something small and taking a step to learn a little bit more about it. I love that. I love that you're thinking of those small steps and you're already networking and talking to these people because it seems like you're a very motivated student and that's exactly kind of where you need to be right now because, you know, when you're early in your career, all you can really do is advocate for yourself and, you know, get into learning things and find what you like to learn. So I think you're definitely on the right path and um, I'm not sure like exactly 
if you know what role you're going to be in, in like two years or five years, but that's okay. You know, everyone goes through a different path as far as like how many internships they have until they find that one role that they love or they find valuable to them or they're passionate about. So I think that you will definitely find that and you're obviously doing all the right steps. Something that I've been kind of doing all my life is just trying to be open-minded. I'm you know, trying not to lock myself into just one company or just one role. And that way I have the ability to explore a lot of things, but I don't know if you've experienced something similar. It's just difficult trying to find that balance of like, okay, when do I stop the open-mindedness and start focusing in on something that, you know, that way you can narrow down your options. I mean, with college, it's a very difficult thing, but I'm sure with careers, it's even, you know, more expansive than just college. So I didn't know if you had anything um, to speak to about that. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really good question and something I think a lot about because it's always good to be open-minded and curious about your career, about your professional development. I don't think that ever goes away. I think even if you've had a job for 10 years, you can still be curious and like search for other roles or other opportunities because having something that inspires you has so much value in it in itself where you know, if you're at a company for so many years, you might lose that spark and that motivation and you might want to switch roles. So I don't think there's ever a point in time where you will just be like completely satisfied and have like the perfect job or that perfect job fit. But I think culture in a company really matters. And that's something that I've been finding that I really care about is it's not even the role that I find is like a good fit for me. It's the role and the culture in the company. And I think those two things combined is where you have that job fit and you have that aha moment. Like, this is where I want to be. I really love what I'm doing. And as a young professional, I think that it's really hard to obviously find that if you haven't had many experiences. So it's really just about patience at that point, about finding opportunities to put yourself in and um, waiting till you find that moment and continuing to test different roles to test different experiences and really open yourself up to the diverse opportunities out there because there's everything from agencies to startups to nonprofits to you know small teams, large teams. You really need to test a lot of different things to understand even if you like it or don't like it. And so it kind of never stops. It's a constant journey, yeah. constant life cycle. No, I definitely, and what you said about like company culture, and that's something that I've found that I'm really trying to get interested in as well, because for so many people, that is the difference between loving your job and loving life and just being miserable. And nobody, nobody wants to be sad. Nobody wants to be miserable. Having a happy life starts with you, but there are so many outside factors that you um, can help determine and that you can kind of, you know, take the reins and control which ones you're letting get to you, if that makes sense. So I think definitely being interested in company culture, learning about who the people are that you're going to be working with, what you know, goes on? Is everybody more supportive? Is it more competitive? Like, I know that's something that helped me pick my college is like, I'm not a super competitive person. I don't, I don't like to put other people down or to be put down. I like to, you know, uplift and have everybody work together and collaborate. So I think, you know, Drexel was a really great fit in terms of that. So I think in company searching and or job searching in general, company um, culture and 
kind of the nature of the workplace and the office space is changing and we need to be changing along with it and we need to be conscientious of that and aware as we're going through this job search. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think now would be also a good time to, to just talk a little bit about your experience in our College Board community because obviously you're a very motivated young professional and now being in the community for a little bit of time, you've understood kind of what other people are going through and their challenges and their solutions and everything. Can you speak a little bit about what it's been like being a part of College Board? Absolutely. I have loved it. I've been at College Board for just about, I would say, a month, a month and a half. And initially, I was interested in doing a lot of analytics and marketing, and now, you know, helping out with the podcast and just figuring out ways that we can be of more use to the community has been a really neat experience. I love brainstorming, working with the team and having these incredible um, chat sessions and calls to just talk about what is the purpose of everything. I like that College Bird is so driven by purpose and by value rather than just pushing out a product to get it out. You know, we're taking the time to really think about things that other people might not think about, you know, those little details that make a difference. And being a part of this team and this community, it's just been um, pretty eye opening because everybody does a little bit of everything. And I like that. I like, you know, not having to just be confined to one. It's like a real community that we're going to be working with, a real product that's going to be out there everybody has to take part, you know, in ways that they're really maybe not expecting to. So I think that's really cool. And in terms of just being able to connect with other people, I mean, I'm one of the youngest people, I think, in College Bird, which is, or in the team, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And it's been amazing learning even just the way that you guys think and the, your approach to things, because you have a few more years of experience, you know, in classes or in different majors. So it's amazing to kind of get that interdisciplinary connection between the different schools um, and the different majors and ages as well. Absolutely. That's great to hear. And it's been great having you on the team. You've contributed so much. And I think that you're only going to grow from here and this is only going to help you within your career and your career journey. So very excited to have you part of it. Thank you so much. On behalf of College Board, thank you so much for joining us today. We are always looking for better ways to engage with our student community and foster greater understanding of career discovery. If you're ready to grow your mindset and take the next steps to find your passion, or simply need a dose of inspiration, join our community of ambitious college students. Be sure to join us next episode where we will be discussing 10 new career paths and roles you didn't even know were for you. And by the way, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and check out our website at collegebird.co. That's collegebird.co.